in a flesh-coloured Dolce & Gabbana dress with a large scarlet rose. However, she does seem very stern. Thank heavens! It looks like we've almost got our Harrod sponsorship contract sorted out for the Vogue Festival, and I saw a virtual visual of how the marquee I want to erect will look next to the Albert Memorial. Today is Saturday, and I went for a run in Kensington Gardens to have a look at the proposed place. It was an incentive to keep moving. I like the idea of being so close to the road through the park so that people passing by will see the marquee and, I hope, some branding for Vogue. 4th of October Back in Paris, and a dinner hosted by Hermes and Apple to celebrate their collaboration on the Apple Watch. I sat next to a man previously from Adobe who had been working on the technology of the watch for three years. He was called Kevin, and said he only allows his small children half an hour a night on iPads or other devices. But he was passionate about the watch and what it could achieve. It's certainly made more beautiful by a lovely leather Hermes strap, but I'm still not quite clear what I'll use the one they have kindly given me for. Apple, though, are so enthusiastic, it seems churlish to bang on about that. Fashion and technology are involved in a mating game. Each wants what the other has, and increasingly, fashion businesses are hiring people with tech expertise, and vice versa. 8th of October London Daylight is only just arriving outside, and I'm waiting for the park to open so I can run. Four weeks of shows takes a huge toll on my shape. Too many long late meals, very little exercise, and the lure of very good bread on every table in Milan and Paris. I have gained seven pounds, and I'm not happy about it. There is a sense of peace now that I've completed the show marathon, and I'm both daunted and excited by the next stage of work. So much to do. Yesterday I think I secured my first festival speaker, Grace Coddington. I want to pair her with Lucinda Chambers, our fashion director, who used to be her assistant back in the 70s and early 80s. I think two generations of Vogue fashion directors, who also used to work together, will be a huge sell. I nabbed Grace in the reception of the Shangri-La Hotel in Paris to invite her, and then we found ourselves in the same carriage of the Eurostar last night. Between the Shangri-La and the train, she had already spoken to Lucinda about it and what pictures they might use, which I regard as positive. Next year she's launching a perfume with Dover Street Market, and her autobiography is set to be made into a film. She had thought that Saoirse Ronan would be her first choice to play the young her, but then wondered if, in fact, Ronan might already be too old. Grace has an extraordinary face, Elizabethan in its whiteness and austerity, surrounded by her trademark flame hair. 13th of October to Kensington Palace to meet the Duchess of Cambridge's team. I'm so keen not to be late that we arrive thirty minutes early and I sit in the car outside Whole Foods waiting. I've been briefed about ID documents to bring with me, but nonetheless, when I present my passport to John, who is sitting in a chilly hut by the police barrier, he smiles at me and says, I know what this is. I look blankly at him and he shows me the passport which has Sam's face, not mine, staring out of it.
at least I'm not trying to board a plane. And he just says it happens all the time. I'd grabbed the passport that morning in a rush to get out and not bothered to check. Nicholas Cullinan and Pim Baxter from the National Portrait Gallery and I meet with Rebecca Deacon, the Duchess's private secretary, and Jason Nuff, the royal couple's communications secretary, to discuss the possibility of a Vogue cover shoot. We all put our cards out. I say I need a cover that will help sell the magazine, that people will admire and won't be too dour. And they say they want something that makes sense in terms of her role at the gallery. I have brought samples of work from about ten British photographers, ranging from high fashion to portraiture, that my creative director, Jamie Perlman, has put together under oath of silence. Some of the reference pictures are not ideal.